The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of these least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, or who, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raga, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise your opponent will hand you over to the judge and the judge will hand you over to the guard and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife unless the marriage is unlawful causes her to commit adultery and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool. 
nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. The Gospel of the Lord. Just a message uh, on behalf of our entire staff before diving into the 45-minute homily we have for y'all today. A couple key points uh, to kind of point out. Number one is we are growing. Thanks to the Holy Spirit, thanks to all that this parish is not any one person. It is a collective effort and the Holy Spirit in the middle of all of it, we are going, growing. As you look around at Mass, especially on Sunday mornings, 9 and 11 o'clock Mass, especially, there's people standing all the way around. Beginning the first Sunday of Lent, this is exciting news for us. We're excited about it. It's a way to serve. The first Sunday of Lent, two weeks from today, we will offer an additional 11 a.m. Sunday Mass in the school, in the school cafeteria. It'll be a, it's not an overflow Mass. It's, not, it's an additional Mass. You're going to have the music there. We've invested in the lighting. There's a lot that's been put into this to prepare for this moment seeing the growth that we're experiencing. So 11 o'clock mass seems to be a concentration point. We're opening up to have uh, two at the same time. We've made some beautiful upgrades in the school for celebrating mass. We will have a worship band. Uh, it's, it's room to spread out and a quick walk from your car. We hope some of you will join us there at that time. We're also gonna put the extra effort into uh, having the police and the security and as we see it grow across the street if we need parking and everything like that. Don't worry, God will, God will provide, it'll happen, right? But where we've looked at it strategically, where we see growth, where we see, where we see the need, meet the need, go after it. Go after the need. I don't know if y'all have ever had this, I'm sure you had, have, but had this experience in your life where you're kind of doing something, you're working on something, and it can get a little frustrating because you're just not doing it right, and you just kind of like turn to the person, just show me how. Just show me how. Show me how to do it. Help me. Just show me how. Well, I'll relate with you a story of my own life. Uh, when I was in my early 20s, I went with all my siblings and my dad and everybody, and we went out on the golf course. And we were teeing off at our the country club that I grew up, Horseshoe Den, in Atlanta, Georgia, the neighborhood we lived in, and we're all teeing off there, and the first tee, you're teeing off, and you're like right there on the first tee, and the driving range is right over there, and it was loaded with people. So everybody's hitting their, you know, typical thing, hitting their shots down the range, and then the first hole goes that way, clubhouse behind you. So I line up, my brother's like, hey, Richard, you go first. You know, welcome home from Germany. Good to have you with us. So I'm like, all right, I'll go first, right? So I tee things up, and I get right here, and I go to hit it, you know, size up. Yeah, I thought that'd be nice. Go it, and I hit it, boom, and it goes, pew, 
straight that way. And there's people on the driving range going, whoa, whoa. I mean, like all these people, it was totally embarrassing. And my brother just comes up, my older brother comes, uh, you'll drop up by us, please. Drop means you're gonna go up and drop, right? But it was just totally like off target, like the wrong way, right? And the only reason why I, I give this example for golf or it can be a sport, it can be playing an instrument, something off tune, different things that can happen, a wrong turn on a road, following a GPS and it leads you the wrong way, right? All these things, it's, it's when we're oriented and God is showing us the way this way, right? Sin happens when we just go this way, right? It's this way. Sin takes us this way, but God's saying, no, 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 come back here, come back. And so the need, God the Father saw the need. He saw the need of all humanity. He saw the need of the hearts. He saw hearts and he said, I'm gonna send my son. And Jesus said, I'll go. Jesus said, I will go. And so he came as a baby and he was born in a stable. All of us, I'm sure most of us, we've held a baby in our hands. Babies are so lovable. They're so approachable. They're so adorable. They're so gentle. They're just like, Babies are like pure love incarnate. <laughs> I was like, duh. Everybody drawn to a baby and God came as a baby. And he came, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and now I'm going directly to what he said in the living word of God where he speaks to us in the day of our life. I came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. To fulfill it, to show you the way to show you the way how to live it. And how did Jesus fulfill that law? He fulfilled that law nailed to the cross. Nailed to the cross. It wasn't the nails that kept him on the cross. It was his love for you, me, and all humanity. And when we search the scriptures, Jesus is the one that says, I'll leave the 99 righteous and I'll go searching for the lost. I'll go find them if they lose their way. And if we're all honest, if we're all honest, I'll be the first to raise my hand. I have lost my way. There's been moments in my life where Jesus has come after me, somebody says, come, 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 come. I'm gonna help you like a good parent to show you the way. Let's look briefly at just, and I'm not gonna go through all the scripture, but I'm sure you all have just favorite encounters in, in, in the scriptures. If you wanna know God and where he is with his love and where he is with his law and how he meets people, we just gotta see the different parts of scripture where he met people. Zacchaeus in the tree. He's walking along, Zacchaeus was short in stature, a tax collector, Ripping people off. Nobody liked him. And so he climbs a sycamore tree. You didn't do that as an adult. That was crazy. He wanted to see Jesus. He knew that the way that he was on wasn't quite the right way. He wanted to see Jesus. And Jesus said, Zacchaeus, come down with me. Today you'll stay in my house. And then it was there in that encounter with Jesus as we all beautifully prayed coming in, open the eyes of my heart, Lord, I want to see you. Zacchaeus was observing every move of Jesus at that meal. How Jesus met him where he was. How Jesus accepted his friends who were at table. 
how there was at least some kind of hope for him. And he said, I'm going to do this, this, and this, this. And, and Jesus didn't ask it of him. He just said, I'm going to. And he says, today, Zacchaeus, salvation has come to this house. You open your heart to me and you're permitting me to show you the way. Jesus is talking, you're, you're, you must rise above the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all that because they're not showing you the way. He said it, they're blind guides leading you the wrong way. Jesus went and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we know they were blind guides. When they led the woman caught in adultery before him and they were all ready to stun him and they were all there trying to be tough guys saying, we're righteous and she's not. That's the only time that Jesus wrote. With it, the finger of God, he wrote in the sand, and we do not know what he wrote, but he was probably writing their sins too. And he was writing it for them. He said, the first one without sin, be the first to cast a stone. And they left. From the oldest to the youngest. And then there's Jesus. Imagine, imagine, and I know I'm off the gospel a little bit, we gotta, we gotta look to the person of Jesus Christ who is the way. Imagine the look of love in his eyes when that person did not even wanna look up at him and he goes, my daughter, he says, hey, hey, look at me, look at me. And he grabs her hand. He says, anybody here? Condemn me, where are they? Nobody, sir. Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. Jesus wants to lead us. Jesus said himself truly, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Follow me. Follow me. There is nothing that any of us can ever do in this life. There is no sin. There is no thing that we can do that God cannot forgive. I've said this before, but if you ever find yourself in that moment that God can't forgive me this or that, go out and grab a big old sand Hand of sand in the ocean, right by the seashore, and cast it into the sea. Count to ten. And then dive in the ocean, and try to pick up every grain, grain of sand. Good luck. God's mercy is greater than that. And what we see is we see what God has in store for us. Here's not heard, nor does the hear what God has in store for those who love Him. And in Sirach, the first reading speaks of choices. We have choices. We're free. God created us free. Why did he create us free? Why did he just create us robots to just robotically follow the way? Because true love is not love unless it's free. Unless it's a free, ultimate gift to myself. Jesus says, nobody takes my life from me. I lay it down freely. And I lay it down for everybody. An act of love. 
right, so I'm going I'm to wrap this up real simple. I'm hopefully tie it in a bow. I'm going I'm to say the bottom line here that we can, hopefully all of us can take out in the parking lot into our week. Because Father sounds great, but how do I live that? How do I live that? How do I, how do I look to Jesus in my life and let him touch my heart? How do I choose Christ? Three letters. Here we go again. Did it last week, but it worked. If you read the bulletin, and I promise every homily won't be three letters, but three letters. Write them down somewhere. Put them as a reminder. Maybe, maybe by your coffee pot, by your desk at work, or, 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 or on, your, on your shoes when you go out to play or whatever. Three letters. C-T-W. You can read about in the bulletin and you can get it on the way out. I'm not going to tell you because I'm not going to tell that story because that will make it a 45-hour homily. I'm going to spare you the story, okay? I'm going to have mercy on you. But read it about an elementary school girl who took the word ball last week, and I'm not going to tell you what it means, and put it in action. It helped her. And it was like, wow, Holy Spirit. But this week, C-T-W. Can you say it with me, please? C-T-W. One more time, please. One more time, please. Choose the way. Choose the way. Every day. We wake up every day and our feet hit the ground. And we choose the way, who is a person, Jesus Christ, or we choose another way. St. John Paul II said it very clearly. The greatest sin of modern man is the denial of sin. To choose the way towards unhappiness, sadness, disappointment. It's like a mirage in the desert. Or choose the way that is a person who saw our need and the need of all humanity and came into this world and comes to meet us this evening through his living word and comes to us in the Eucharist not only to show us the way, but to be the way, to walk with us. This week, just this evening, let's choose the way.